Hi children and welcome back. It's our third show. How exciting. More and more children are joining in every day from all around the globe. Well, I see that some of you children are too shy to send recorded messages and prefer sending written messages. So before we begin this exciting show, let's read some of our listeners' messages from last week's Parsha. Hello Uncle Yitzi, my name is Zev. I am 11 years old and I live in Boston, Massachusetts. We all love your show very much and my mother plays it every week on our way to school. My sweet guide from the Parsha is that I will try to be more grateful to my mother for making food every day and thank her for it. My name is Tzvi and I'm five. I love your show and the sweet kites. Thank you. Hi, Uncle Gitsi. Your show is very popular in my class since I told my friends about it. My name, Michal, and I live in Bet Shemesh, Israel. My sweet kite is that we're not proud of Avram because he was strong and famous only because he was a tzaddik that went in the ways of Hashem. Thank you for your show. Whoa, that's nice. Thank you, Zev, Tzvi, and Michal for sending in your sweet kite messages and for sharing them with our listeners. We are waiting to hear your sweet voice as well. In this week's Parsha, we learn about the Malachim, who came to Avram Avinu's tent to tell him the great news that he's finally going to have a child after waiting for so long. Sarah heard from inside the tent and was so overwhelmed with happiness that she started laughing. For that reason, she later named her son Yitzchak, which means laughter. At the same time, Avram Avinu was serving his guest good food, but he did not laugh nor did he show any excitement over the news. Now, that needs some explanation. Wasn't he excited to have a child after so many years? One that would continue his ways after him? Why wasn't he overwhelmed with excitement just like Sarah over the good news? To explain this, children, I would like to tell you about a special mitzvah that we got in Schus of Avraham. The Gemara tells us that after he defeated the four kings and saved Lot along with the entire city of Saddam, the king of Saddam wanted to give him lots of presents for his tremendous accomplishment. But Avraham rejected it all and said, not even a string nor a shoelace would I take from you. Now I'm sure King of Saddam did not offer no shoelaces or the like. I bet it was more like gold and silver rather than a jump rope. However, Avram Avinu wanted to show everybody how everything he has comes from Hashem alone. But he wasn't thankful to Hashem only for the things that seem big to us. 
He was appreciative even for the simple strings and shoelaces. And more than that, he thanked Hashem for things that seem small in the eyes of the world, but are really the most important things in life. What do you think it is? Is it an ice cream in the middle of the summer? Or maybe a new briefcase? Not quite. Avram knew that the most important things in life is life itself and the health of the body, which is 80% blood that keeps us going in this world. He was so grateful to Hashem for this that Hashem gave us two special mitzvahs in the merit of Avram's announcement. The mitzvah of tzitzis with tcheles, which will hopefully be zoichet to wear soon, and the mitzvah of tfil that is colored black and is put directly parallel to the heart to remind us to go in Avram Avinu's ways and thank Hashem for the simple gift of healthy blood. And that is why Avram Avinu didn't laugh from the news about Yitzhak's birth. Because he knew that it was a smallness compared to the daily nisim that occur with us continuously. Now, Kindalach, I would like to tell you an amazing story about somebody whose life, which is dependent on blood, was saved in the merit of the mitzvah of Tefillin. With a sigh of relief, Mr. Schwartz sank into the nearest chair in the departing lounge. It has been a long, tiring wait to get through customs. Finally, he could sit down and rest up for the flight that awaited him. Tiredly, Mr. Schwartz put down his briefcase and filling bag on the nearby seat, leaned his head back, and sank immediately into a blessed sleep. Flight number 175 to Los Angeles, boarding now. Flight number 175 to Los Angeles, boarding now. Cleared out the loudspeakers. Mr. Schwartz jolted awake. That's my flight! He quickly jumped up, grabbed his briefcase and ran to the gate, arriving just before the last person was about to board. Huffing and puffing, Mr. Schwartz hurried up, and soon enough he found himself in the plane and located his seat. He pulled open his storage compartment above his seat and placed his briefcase inside. One minute, he suddenly remembered. My Twillin, where are they? Oh no, he cried, slapping his forehead. I forgot them in their departing lounge. He hurried fast back to the doors when one of the flight attendants stopped him. Sorry, sir, you cannot leave. We are just about to take off. Oh no, please, pleaded Mr. Schwartz. I forgot something valuable in the departing lounge. It will take me exactly one minute to get it and come back. I'm sorry, but you can't leave, the steward repeated firmly. Meanwhile, a few more of the staff gathered around to see what was happening. Mr. Schwartz pleaded with them to let him go, but he just got the same answer. If you want, you're welcome to leave, but we will not be able to wait for you, explained the steward. Mr. Schwartz sighed. What should he do? How could he fly without his tefillin? 
On the other hand, if he missed this flight, that meant missing the important meeting he was supposed to attend. The passengers around started getting angry, too, that he was delaying all of them. Finally, the head of the staff approached Mr. Schwartz. I'm very sorry, but you'll have to make a decision. Either you leave or you stay. Or the takeoff cannot be delayed any longer. We already lost 17 precious minutes. Something that really happens. Seeing he was left with no choice, Mr. Schwartz lifted his suitcase and left the plane. He quickly ran to the departure lounge, heading straight for where he had sat. Surely enough, the film bag was sitting right there. Quickly, he took the bag, spun around, and ran straight to the plane, arriving just in time to see it take off. That was it. He missed his flight and the meeting. Mr. Schwartz took a deep breath and sat down, looking down at the tefillin bag resting innocently on his lap. He knew it was worth the sacrifice for this special mitzvah. But what he didn't know was how his determination for the mitzvah had actually saved his life. Because that plane that Mr. Schwartz had missed was the one that crashed into the second building of the Twin Towers, killing all the passengers aboard Rahman al-Itzlan. His life had been saved. Chazdei Hashem Kiloi Samnu. But not only his life, but also the lives of more people. Because at the time that he spent arguing with his staff, the flight had been delayed by 17 minutes. Seventeen precious minutes. The two planes had planned to crash into the towers at the same second. So the first plane came and crashed into one of the towers at the scheduled time. And the second plane arrived seventeen minutes later and crashed into the second tower. In these seventeen minutes, the people who saw the flames coming from the first tower, were able to escape the building and their lives were spared. Wow, children! Look how important Hashem is the mitzvah of tefillin, which remind us of His greatest wonders and to appreciate them. And now, children, I have some exciting news for you. Stay in tune to next week's Friday show with Rebbe Mendel, where we will be hosting a famous storyteller. Surprise! I hope you enjoyed today's show. We're waiting to hear your Sweet Kite messages, which can be sent to thesweetkite at gmail.com or WhatsApp to 00972-583-239909. Thank you for listening to the Uncle Yitzhi Show and the Sweetness of Yiddishkeit. The Sweetness of Yiddishkeit For updates, sponsorships, the Parsha Sheet and more, please contact us at the above addresses.